0: Hallelujah. Let's love the Lord all over the house tonight. Oh, let's pour our praise out for just another moment. I love you, Jesus. God, you're so worthy. God, you're so wonderful. Oh, come on. He's the only one that's worthy of our praise tonight. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you,
1: Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. It's good to be in Bell Glade, Florida with you tonight. Let me give you some scripture text that we're going to read from. And, uh, and we'll read. And while you're turning, I'll make some appropriate remarks and then we'll get right into the word of God. Okay. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 21. We'll read a few passages of scripture there. And then we'll also read from the eighth Psalm. We'll read a couple of verses of scripture there. While you're turning, I would like to say, It has been an absolute pleasure and a privilege to be here worshiping God with you this week. And to Brother and Sister Feld, and even though he's not here, Brother Urshan, the hospitality has been wonderful. And I thank you for allowing me to come and go to church with you. It's uh, it's been fun worshiping God with you. How many is in Matthew chapter 21 with me? Matthew chapter 21. We're going to begin reading with verse 6. Matthew 21 and verse 6, and this is what it says. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them and brought the ass and the colt and put on them their clothes. And they set him thereon and a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. And when he was coming to Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. And he said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer. But ye have made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. And when the chief priest and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying in the temple, and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were sore displeased, and said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus saith unto them, Yea, have ye never read, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise. Now Jesus didn't just make that up. He was quoting scripture. From the book of Psalms, which we are about to read. Psalm chapter 8, or excuse me, the 8th Psalm and the 1st verse. How many is in Psalm chapter 8 or Psalm 8 with me? The 8th Psalm, the 1st and 2nd verse says this. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who hast set thy glory above the heavens. And this is the passage that Jesus reached back And quoted from out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. I would like to preach to you for a very short while tonight with the help of the Holy Ghost. And I do believe that the Holy Ghost is going to touch us again tonight. How many came for a touch of the Holy Ghost tonight? Hallelujah. I would like to preach. With the help of the Holy Ghost, perfected praise, perfected praise. And why don't we lay our Bibles down one more time? And if you don't mind lifting your hands with me, let's ask God to anoint his vessel tonight. He's he's already anointed his word in the name of Jesus. God, we love you. God, we thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your presence. Lord, you've been so good to us. God, You've been so wonderful to us. There are no complaints on our end. In fact, there's nothing but praise for You, God. There's nothing but praise for You. And Lord, we've come tonight to pour it out. God, we're asking You right now that our hearts would be prepared for Your Word. That Your Word would find good soil in our hearts tonight. In the name of Jesus. And I wonder if we can give the Lord a hand clap of praise. And the Lord bless you. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Scripture admonishes us that we are to be a strength to one another, that we are to strengthen one another in our time of need, and that we are to be encouragers to one another. So let me be an encourager here for you tonight at the very outset of this message that I have for this church tonight. I am here tonight to encourage you. I've come to strengthen someone tonight and to tell you Very simply and very straightforward, with nothing hidden and nothing that is trying to sneak up on you. This is, I feel this in my spirit tonight to tell somebody you are going to make it. Every promise that God has ever given to you, it shall come to pass. Every prophecy that has been spoken over this church, it shall come to pass. Every promise that God has given to your man of God, it shall come to pass. Be encouraged. You are not defeated. You shall not go down in defeat. But God is on your side and you shall be victorious. Hallelujah, you're not defeated, you've not gone under, you shall be victorious. You need to get in a position to receive the revival that God has for this church, to receive the revival that God has for you as an individual. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I wonder if we can just clap our hands to the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 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 I feel that in the Holy Ghost. You need to understand, you're not defeated. The devil can't defeat you. It doesn't matter what's facing you right now. It doesn't matter what's staring you down. God has given you the anointing of the Holy Ghost for this area, for this day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're preaching about perfected praise. You can be seated. We're preaching about perfected praise. A pastor that I know, I know him very well, had a young evangelist come into his office. And the evangelist before service said, "Is there a place where I can go and just be alone uh, for a little while?" And the pastor said, "Well, yeah. And there's this little section of the office over here. You can go and stay there for a little while." And he, uh, the young man, went over there and began. uh, The pastor said, "I heard him begin to pray." And this is the way he prayed. He said, "God, you are so great. God, you are so big." God, you are so enormous. God, you are so gigantic. God, you're bigger than any sickness. God, you're bigger than any calamity. God, you're bigger than any problem. And he began to name some things. God, you're bigger than cancer. God, you're bigger than a back problem. God, you're bigger than depression. God, you're bigger than marriage problems. God, you're bigger than cocaine. God, you're bigger than heroin. God, you're bigger than alcoholism. God, you're bigger. God, you're bigger. I want to tell you tonight, we're serving a big God. We're serving a great big God. There is no measuring. There is no limit to my God. We're serving a great big God. You want to know what that young preacher was doing? We're going somewhere. Just preach with me for just a second. You want to know what that young preacher was doing? He was doing what Psalm 34 and 3 said. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt His name together. You know what that means? Oh, magnify the Lord. That means make God bigger. That means make God bigger. You can't make God bigger. That means make Him bigger in your life. Make him bigger than your problem. Remind yourself God's bigger than my problem. Remind yourself God's bigger than my difficulty. God's bigger than my situation. Somebody right now needs to make God bigger. Somebody somebody magnify the Lord with me right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 You can be seated. I want to tell you something. I love every one of you. You and I are together even though I'm not here. We're together in the Spirit. Ephesians said we're seated together with Christ in heavenly places. We were together before I ever met you because we're doing the same thing. You and I were working for God. So I'm ministering to my brother and my sister tonight in Belle Glade, Florida. I want to tell you something. Your problem is not going to pull you down. I don't know why I'm stuck on this right now. I just know that the devil has come against this church. And I'm here to tell you. And the spirits of hell have come against this church. Don't you let those problems loom. Don't you let difficulty loom large when you come to the house of God. Sometimes we come to the house of God and our problem is big. It's looming. It's like like a big old monster with drippy fangs and bloody... Claws and bad breath. Oh, your problem looms. Oh, somebody preach with me here. Hallelujah. Oh, when you come to church or you go through life, your problem looms large. Oh, yeah, it's like a big giant. It's like Goliath in your life. It goes stomping around your house. Fee, oh, I smell the blood of you Christians come. Or whatever, whatever it says. Your problem just comes looming in your life. And problems are real. I'm not downplaying your problem. Problems are real. All I'm here tonight to tell you is that God is bigger. Don't let your problem be magnified in your life. Don't let the battle be magnified in your life. Don't let the difficulty be magnified in your life. Let God be magnified in your life. And the way you do that is with your praise. The way you do that is with your worship. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people. (laughs) I want to tell you, don't give your problem a special place. You can sit down. Don't give your problem special treatment. Your problem's not special. If you don't believe me, solve this one. You'll get a new one, and it'll be just as special as the last one. Don't give, this problem. Don't give this difficulty special treatment. Give God special treatment. I, I'm stuck right here for just a second. I got some more stuff I can preach. I just feel this in the Holy Ghost. Give God special treatment. Don't wave the flag for your problem. Wave the flag for the King of kings and the Lord of lords whose kingdom shall rule and shall never be taken down. Hallelujah. Scripture says this. It says, praise is comely for the upright. Your praise magnifies God. Your praise magnifies God. Your praise takes you up out of the small. Oh, it's so easy to get caught in the itty-bitty, tiny-whiny, teeny-weeny, little-bitty things. And when the world, when your world gets real small, and this is just, I'm just preaching, to, I'm trying to minister somebody right here. When your world gets real small, if it's just a little bitty problem, notice this. If your world's this small, I want you to notice that the problem takes up all the room. But praise and worship. Let your world expand because you've got, this, you've got the power of creation in your tongue is what the word of God tells us. The creative word of God resides inside of you. And so when you begin to praise and worship God, your world begins to expand and it begins to get bigger until all of a sudden that problem seems like an A little bitty thing in your life. Hey, I'm here tonight to tell you. God has given you the power. God has given you the authority to overcome any difficulty and any obstacle.
1: Hey. Hallelujah.
0: I can't wait for the day. And I believe it. I don't live here. I don't live in Belgrade, Florida, but I can't wait for the day to come and visit and see that house full of people praising and worshiping God. Hey, we don't do that for our glory. We're not filling that house up just to have a full house. That's people that aren't going to hell anymore. That's people that aren't bound in chains of darkness anymore. That's magnifying God. That's magnifying God. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands one more time.
1: Hallelujah, hallelujah, you can sit down, hallelujah, and if you want to keep standing up, you can
0: keep standing up, that's not a command to sit down, you just can't if you want to, I'll be standing up when you're sitting down, so if you want to stand up with me, go ahead, praise God, I'm going to tell you something, I feel, I feel in the Holy Ghost tonight. That God is wanting to break somebody free from wherever it is. I'm not saying that you're bound by cigarettes or crack cocaine or anything like that. I'm just telling you the Holy Ghost wants to begin. I believe there's two or three uh, people sitting in this auditorium tonight that represent a hundred soul revival in and of themselves. That they're capable of of winning a hundred people to God in and of themselves. I'll clap my hands to that. I'll tell you what I believe is going to happen. And if I'm out of line, I don't think I'm out of line. We will not even worry about it. He can correct me if I'm out of line. I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. This Brother Feld, he's like, Brother Feld is like, it's a, forgive the elementary illustration here. It's like a, it's like a water faucet. Brother Feld's in touch with God. He's hooked up. And all you got to do, he's, he comes to church and he can turn it on through his prayer, through his fasting, through his dedication. He can turn it on and it's instant water. It's instant refreshing. It's instant blessing. It's, it, it's, 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 and it's not something that he can do on his own, but it's the power of God that worketh in him. But I'm going to tell you something. And we could turn the water faucet on here, but there's a fire that's 500 feet away. But I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. And this is in line with what Brother Mark's preached Friday night. If a saint of God can hook up to him... This is elementary. Just just preach with me here for just a second. Just preach with me here for a second. If a saint of God can hook up just like that water hose, all of a sudden, if he's aligned right or she's aligned right, they're just as powerful as their preacher is 500 feet away in an area that their preacher can't get to. I wish somebody believed that right there. How does that happen? It's when you begin to magnify God in your life. It's when you begin to magnify God. Somebody do it right now. Somebody magnify
1: Hallelujah! 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 Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus!
0: Thank you, Jesus! Hallelujah!
2: Hallelujah!
1: We got a, you can be seated if you would
0: like. we got a young man in our church. He's had the Holy Ghost now for about two years. Pastor Phil, his name is Brother D. Wayne. That's what we call him. Not Dwayne. He's D. Wayne. And D. Wayne came to church. And he got the gift of the Holy Ghost the first night he came to church. And, and he, uh, we were, it was one of those crazy worshiping God, running the aisles, jumping up and down services. And Brother D. Wayne, he just jumped right in. He didn't know well. The, he didn't know that, that most guests just sit there and look at us like we're a little bit strange. He jumped right in, and I'm going to tell you, right in the middle of song service. He didn't even wait to altar service. Right in the middle of song service, Brother D. Wayne fell out right in the middle of the, in the middle aisle, right there, and began to speak in other tongues. Nobody laid a hand on him. Nobody taught him a Bible study. And I'm for all that stuff. But the Holy Ghost fell on him as we praised and we magnified God, and God filled him with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And right now, Brother D. Wayne, he comes to church. And Brother Phil, he's got, he's got a disease in his feet that's crippling. It's in the joints. It's in the, the furthest back j- joints of his toes. And, and and the doctors told him when he was younger that you'll never walk. But he believes in miracles. And, and God helped him. And, 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 and this was before he even came to our church. But now the doctors told him, it's not going to be long. And your feet are going to cripple you. You're not going to be able to get up. You're not going to be able to walk. You're not going to be able to run. And he told me, he said, Brother Jeremy, he said, I don't know how long I have feet that I can get up and dance and praise and worship God with so while I've got health in my body while I've got strength in these limbs I'm going to use it to magnify God and to give him praise hey I want to tell you something I want to tell you something if you'll begin to magnify God God will begin to work things out in your life God will begin to work things out in your church let the sweet smell of praise and worship begin to waft up into the throne room tonight. I wonder if we can just praise Him. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. 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 I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: I feel the Holy Ghost so strong in here tonight. I feel like He wants to do a work in this church tonight a work of lifting, a work of elevating. A work where you can stand up and you can see what's going on around you in the Holy Ghost and say, oh, okay. I see what God's doing. I don't. I can't feel it in the natural realm yet, but I can see what God is doing. And God's working everything out. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, you're so wonderful. God, you're so glorious.
1: Hallelujah. 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 Let me tell you another one. I love telltale
0: this story. It's a testimony of God's glory. You can sit down if you need to. Danica came all the way from Australia. She was to be in a wedding. We had a foreign exchange student in our church in Sacramento that met her in Russia. She was an exchange student from Australia to part of the former Soviet Union. So she came to be in Misha's wedding. Misha went to the Rock Church. Danica came all the way from Australia just to be in this wedding. And she came to church with us because when she made it to America, she didn't know anybody. But Danica was an atheist, if you can believe in such a thing. I don't know if I believe in atheists, but anyway, they're just hard headed people that don't want to submit. But anyway, Danica was an atheist, and she came, and we tried talking to her about God because that's what we do we talk about God. The subject of God's never far from our lips, the subject of God's never far from our mind. That's what we live for. And so, We'd sit there eating our pizza at the reception, at the wedding, and we'd try to talk to Danica about God. Oh, no, I don't believe in God. I don't even want to talk about that. I don't believe in God. And we tried try to talk to her when we went over to some of the people's houses. Oh, no, I don't, I don't want to talk about God. She several people try. But she came to church because she didn't know anybody else. the Feld, she didn't have anywhere else to go. So she got stuck coming to church. A lady that doesn't believe in God got stuck coming to church. And she sat with the young people because she didn't know anybody else. So she's right down here on the front. Bless her heart. It's hard to be a good atheist in a good Pentecostal church. And she sat two or three rows back right down here. And it was a, one of those wild, we had church till midnight that night. Y'all had church till midnight? Let's do it tonight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, had, we had an impromptu choir. Brother Young was up there, we were singing songs as soon as they'd come to us, we'd sing a song we sang fast ones and cried we sang, or we sang slow ones and cried And we sang fast ones and ran the aisles we did it all, and we were doing, 1130 came around, and we were still worshiping and praising God, and we'd turn the lights out sometimes and praise God that way, we'd turn the lights back on and praise God that way we were making up solos, people that never even sing in church were singing that night and people that never play the drums were playing that night we were, I'm telling you, but it was all worship and praise unto God, and people were sweating and 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 nice delicate ladies that never got out and did anything they were dancing in the aisle it was, I'm telling you it was crazy what a night for an atheist to be stuck at church and right in the middle of it, it was about, it was had to have been 11:30 we we were, we looked down and again brother fell nobody laid hands on this girl she didn't even believe in god Nobody touched her. She just stood up right down there with the rest of us. And the Holy Ghost fell on her. Boom. Just like it did in Acts chapter 2. Hot tears began to run down her face. And she began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave her the utterance. And we baptized that atheist girl in Jesus' name. You know how that happened? That happened when we began to praise and worship God. That happened when we began to magnify Him. God, you're bigger than any atheism. God, you're bigger than any agnosticism. God, you're bigger than anything. Hallelujah. Oh, let's do it for just a moment here.
1: Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Oh. Hallelujah. I have a good friend of mine.
0: A good friend of mine took a group of people. His name is Shane Golden. Pastors a church in Fairfield, California, right now. Went with a group of people to Ybor City, right up here in Tampa. What they said, you guys, you guys know about Ybor City? Okay, I don't know anything about it. So if I'm, th- anyway, said they, they took a group of young people to Ybor City to do some evangelism. He said they got there and didn't know what to do. So they just stood on a street corner, and they started singing songs, and praising, and worshiping God. I've never been. I've never even been to Tampa. This is my first time as an adult to be to Florida. He said, but we began to praise and worship God standing there on the street corner, and he said we got crazy. We just began to worship God with everything that we had. And he said it wasn't long that we turned around. And there was a group of people that had walked up on the sidewalk. And were standing on the outskirts of our little praise and worship circle. And said all we had to do was turn around and lay our hand on. And they began to speak in other tongues. And we baptized them in Jesus name. That happened because they praised and worshipped God. Hallelujah.
1: Jesus we love you. Jesus we love you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: The Bible says, you can be seated. The Bible says in Psalm 22 and 3, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Hey, I want to tell you something. The earth praises God. The earth praises God. Jesus said of those that sang hosannas. We read about them in our text. He sang of those that, He said of those that sang hosannas to him as he entered Jerusalem. Notice what he said. If these will not praise me, then the rocks the rocks will cry out. The sun, Scripture says in the Psalms, that the sun and the moon in their orbits declare the greatness of God. Scripture says in the Psalms as well that the floods clap their hands and the trees give forth their praise. Isaiah 55 and 12 says this, for you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Hey, I want to tell you this, the whole earth praises God, but I want to let you know something. I want to let you know something. God doesn't inhabit the praises of the earth. God inhabits the praises of his people. God doesn't inhabit the praises of a tree. God doesn't inhabit the praises of a rock. God inhabits the praises of his people. So Oh, there's no rock going to take my place There's no tree going to take my place He's going to have my praise It's going to be poured out from my heart Lord I love you Lord I worship you Lord I praise you God I magnify you Hallelujah Somebody that feels what I'm preaching about right now Beginning to well up in your spirit You need to let it come out of your mouth You need to let praise come out of your mouth tonight Tondaya. Hallelujah. Somebody praise Him in the Holy Ghost. Somebody praise Him in the Spirit.
1: Hallelujah. 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 I want to tell you something. If you want, you can sit down. If you don't, you can
0: remain standing. It doesn't matter to me. I want to tell you something. There's nobody else that's worthy of praise. There's nothing else that's worthy of praise. There's nothing else that's worthy of our adoration. I had a young man whose mother and father are divorced, whose father goes to church and mother does not go to church, that asked the question, why don't we go to ball games? The simple answer was, son, we don't give our praise to an athlete. We don't give our praise to a football player. We don't give our praise to a baseball player. There's nobody else that's worthy of praise. We don't give our praise to Michael Jordan. We don't give our praise to anybody else. We don't give our praise to money. We don't give our praise to fame. We don't give our praise to fashion. We don't give our praise to education. It's to God and God alone that we give our praise. It's to Him and Him alone that sits upon the throne of the heavens. We worship you. Somebody worship Him for just a
1: moment. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: As you seated, Jesus saith unto those that questioned him in the temple that day. This is what he said out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. Thou hast perfected praise. Thou hast perfected praise. That's what we're preaching about tonight. Perfected praise. I'm normally the first one that gets up at my house. And and when my oldest son was a baby, he spoke very early on in life. Had a good vocabulary very early on in life. and I was normally the first one to get up, and he was normally the second one. And he couldn't get out of his crib and... I'd walk in there. I'd hear him stirring around and making little baby mutterings. And I'd walk in there and I'd say, hey Noah, how you doing, bub? You doing good? Good to see you. And he'd be looking at me through those little bars. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but he, was, he wasn't too talkative when he first got up. And my wife's name is Vondelay. It was parents' prerogative and all that, you know and She hated spelling that in school. It took her years to spell it. I'm just kidding. I'm her name was Vondelay. My son, who could speak pretty good, heard that, but with a slight twist on it. He mixed it up between mama and Vondelay and made it Mama-lay. Okay? So, for the first two years of Noah's life, my wife was Mama-lay. And He would walk, I would walk into his bedroom, and this happened on a Sunday morning, and I was getting ready to preach to the church that Sunday morning, and I walked in, and there was my son, my young little son, and he was in the crib, and I walked in, and I picked him up, and he said to me, Mook, that's milk, Mook, and I had his bottle of milk, and I changed his diaper, he said, Mook, and I handed him his bottle of Mook, and as soon as he got that bottle of mook, He said Mama Lay Basically Give me my milk And give me my mama Okay And so I'm carrying my son Across the house Gonna lay him down in bed with Mama Lay And the Holy Ghost speaks to me In the middle of the living room And says to me Out of the mouth Of babes And sucklings thou hast perfected praise. Now there's probably, in fact I know, there's a lot of things that we could preach out of the words of Jesus Christ. We could do an exegetical study and come out with all kinds of things. But that's not what I'm feeling in the Holy Ghost tonight. I'm feeling to speak to you what the Holy Ghost spoke to me that morning as I carried my little infant son to lay down next to his mom. Milk and mama, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast ordained. Psalm says, thou hast ordained strength. Jesus said, thou hast perfected praise. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast perfected praise. And I felt like the Holy Ghost said, this is what you're supposed to tell your church this morning. That when they get to the house of God that perfected praise works like this. Give me my milk and give me my mama. Or basically get me in the presence of God and let me stay in the presence of God. Nothing else matters. I'm not interested in anything else. I'm not interested in seeing my friend right now. Just get me into the house of God and get me to the presence of God. And there I want to stay. And there I want to pour myself out and I think somebody in this house right now this evening needs to do that Lord I'm here in your presence and I'm pouring my perfected praise out you're the only thing that matters you're the only thing that I want you're all I need you're all I'm looking for hallelujah somebody pour your praise out for just a moment hallelujah
1: hallelujah, 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 hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah
0: why don't you sister? why don't you help me for just a second there's a there's more that I could preach, but I feel like the Holy Ghost has already made its point tonight. Magnifying God, perfected praise is magnifying Him, regardless of anything else that's going on. I magnify Him. When does this magnifying God begin? When does magnifying God begin in my life? I'm going to tell you very simply and very straightforward tonight. You can't magnify God until you get the gift of the Holy Ghost. You can't. You don't have proper worship until you got the. the you, until you've got the Spirit of God on the inside of you. Magnifying God. This perfected praise begins when you get the Holy Ghost. Oh yeah, that sounds good. That makes them feel better. This is what it says. Acts chapter 10 and verse 44. It says this. Peter has gone to the household of Cornelius. And he's there preaching the gospel. And this is what it says. And while Peter yet spake these words... The Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision, or the Jews, which believed, were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. Notice this. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Notice that as soon as the Holy Ghost came on them, they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. I'm going to tell you, that's where magnifying God begins. If you don't have the Holy Ghost tonight, you need to get the gift of the Holy Ghost. You need to get the gift of the Holy Ghost. If you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues. Let me tell you how easy it is to get the gift of the Holy Ghost. You've got to repent of your sins. Now I want to tell you something. Repentance is not just apologizing. Repentance is not an apology. If you go to the Great Britain, the men that wear the big tall fur hats, they march and they, they have that duck step. When they get to the end, I, they, I, I've never been. I'm just telling you what people have told me that it have been. When they get in here in America, when they do a military turnaround, they say about face. But over there, when they get to the end of that stretch that they're marching, they don't say about face. They say, repent. And they turn and they go in the other direction. That's what repentance is. Repentance is not just being sorry for your sin. Repentance is saying, God, I am turning from my sin and I am going in the opposite direction. I was going that way. Now I'm going toward you. So if you're going to get the gift of the Holy Ghost, you've got to repent. God won't, cle- God won't dwell in an unclean vessel. So you've got to repent. You've got to, you've got to turn away from all of that. You've got to let God clean all of that out of you. And scripture says that when you repent, then you need to be baptized in Jesus' name. And we got the water and we got the manpower to get it done tonight. We'll baptize you in Jesus' name. And all of those sins are remitted. That's like cancer being in remission. At one point, sin loomed. It was big. It was growing. It was like cancer. But when you get baptized in Jesus' name, Sin can't grow in your life anymore. Sin is in remission. It goes from, uh, uh, and then it's gone. It's washed away in the blood of Jesus Christ. And in Scripture says it's a promise unto you that you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And when you get the gift of the Holy Ghost, you're going to get it the same way they got it in Acts 2. You're going to get it the same way they got it in Acts 10. You're going to get it the same way they got it in Acts 19. You're going to get it speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives you the utterance. And then you can begin to magnify God. Hallelujah. Robbie came to church with me out of high school. Robbie was a drug addict. Our town, Coleman, is a hotbed for meth and a couple of other drugs. And Robbie was hooked. He may have been making it, but he was definitely using it. And I talked to him at school one day, in high school. And he began to cry. He began to tell me, Jeremy, my life is so, it's, it's in shambles. It's breaking down. I said, Robbie, you need to come to the house of God with me. And he came. And in the middle of worship service, we were just singing songs. But it was so refreshing to him. It was so genuine to him. It was so pure to him. And we just began to magnify God. And Robbie stood up and walked to the altar, and lifted his hand, and we were right there with him, and we were able to pray Robbie through to the gift of the Holy
1: Ghost. Hallelujah!
0: But the powerful thing was, from that day forward, Robbie would go to high school. He was the best witnessing tool I've ever had. Robbie would walk up to people and say. Have you been to Wilbanks' church? That's what they call me in high school. Have you been to Wilbanks' church? No, we haven't. I saw the Lord. That's what he said. I saw the Lord at Wilbanks' church. And he began to magnify God in my high school. So that Jason Crawford came to church. And God touched him. We never could pull Jason in. But God touched him. And we had another girl come to church. And God touched her. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. When you begin to magnify God, there's no limit to what God... This will get bigger than you can handle. There'll be, more, there'll be more people in here than you and I can have credit for reaching and touching. I want to tell you what I feel like the will of God is tonight. If you need the gift of the Holy Ghost, God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost tonight if you want it. And if you are sincere and you repent, God's going to fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's a promise. It's, it has nothing to do with me or, or, or an opinion or some, uh, some hoopla that we've got going on in here. It's just that simple. God promised it to you and you can have it. God's never gone back on His promise, not one time. And if you repent of your sin, God's faithful to fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. He'll do it tonight. I feel like the will of God. If you don't have the gift of the Holy Ghost, in just a second, we're all going to come down here. We're going to begin to pray. The Holy Ghost is going to fall. If you need the gift of the Holy Ghost, there's good saints, there's good people of God that's going to pray with you tonight. And, and the pastor or, or myself or some of these ministers, we're going to lay hands on you. And God will fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost tonight. And you'll get it speaking in other tongues. And then I feel like the other thing that's going to happen. There's going to be some people that are going to begin to wake up some praise. Some demonstrative praise. And I love the praise that's going on in this church. Please, please, just preach with me for a second. There's going to be some demonstrative praise. That doesn't happen just when you're in the house of God. But when you're stacking things up on the shelf at the grocery store where you work. Or you're shopping in Walmart. or Do you have Walmart here in Belgrade? Wherever, wherever, whatever you shop at. where Or you're going to school. Or you're talking to your friend or your family member. And you're going to begin to magnify God in a way that you've never begun to magnify Him before. And God's going to begin to use you. God's going to open doors through you. So this is what we're going to do. I want us to pray all over this house right now. God, let your Holy Ghost begin to touch people. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
1: Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, I love you. 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 you.
0: Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's it. Just continue to pray. If you need the gift of the Holy Ghost, I want you to begin to make your way to the front right now. Don't worry about what anybody thinks. God's here to give you the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's it, boys. Come on down. If you need the Holy Ghost, come on down. Come on. The Holy Ghost is pulling for somebody. If you need the gift of the Holy Ghost, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. God wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost tonight. Hallelujah. Saints of God, there's people coming that want the Holy Ghost that need a touch from God why don't you come and find somebody let's pray with them in the name of Jesus 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 when you come down just begin to find somebody to pray with hallelujah
1: Hallelujah And all will be how great Yes.
0: Yes.